0: Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the Hoon Capital of the World. This is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh,
1: in the south, we refer to it as the Gap Band.
0: Well, I think, you know, from the one is for grown-ups.
1: Talk and Power, your motoring and
2: motorsport podcast. All right, everyone, episode 36 of the Talk and Power podcast. And as you probably can tell, we are live. This is a live podcast that we're doing from Benzene Detailing here in Wangara. This is a Cancer Council fundraiser. It's the Benzene Open Day. And I'm here with Johnny Alardi. How are you, Johnny? Yeah, I'm good, Nick. Thank you. That's good. Thanks for the invite down here. It's uh, great to be here.
3: Can you just give us a rundown on 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 the what what's today, what it's all about? Um, it's probably about a couple of things, to be honest with you. I it was um, we've obviously revamped the workshop in the last six months, um, mm-hmm. and it was I thought it was a good opportunity to have um, you know uh, an open day, but you know also try and raise some funds for the cancer council, which is um, something we try to do uh, on a yearly basis I thought we just utilised the workshop and the and the space we've got in the complex to have a bit of a you know a show and shine. So yeah.
2: yeah. Look, as you can probably hear, some of the cars are rolling up as we speak. Um, so, Johnny, you've been here what, a couple of years
3: now? Uh, it's actually been over four years now. So four years, yeah. there you go. Right. Yeah, in the workshop, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, you just did a, a pretty major renovation here at the moment, so you've got a mezzanine floor in now and
3: you've polished up the floors. Any other renovations you've done in here that I may have missed? Um, no, obviously, I mean, th- that's the, the main thing was <coughs> to, you know, the mezzanine to give us sort the of floor space back, but yep. obviously. Um, the lighting is probably, a uh, uh, you know, another step above of what we had before, sure. so, which is what, what we, um, that was part of, you know, what we wanted to try to achieve with the mezzanine floor as yeah. well, so, yep. um, yeah. Um,
2: That's come up a million dollars.
3: Just to have everything really tidy and, and locked away, uh, you know, everything's nice and neat, it's got a place now, so, yep. yeah
2: that's oh, good so if um, our listeners are out there if they need to find you benzene detailing I know you do all the, the, the top end work we've got some great cars out there at the moment some of my favourites in Perth at the moment so where, where can they find you Johnny
3: um, <clears throat> yeah well, we're obviously in Wangara, but if you just jump on our Facebook page um, our Instagram page yep. um, you know benzene detailing Yeah, all our details are there and yeah, you can see what we what we do. And, yeah. No worries. Well, obviously, we're at the shows. We're at Cars and Coffee as well. So, yep. um, like I said, uh, when we're out there, just come and say hello and we can have no a worries. chat about what you want to get done.
2: All right. All right. Well, thanks, Johnny. Thanks for your time. And um, we really appreciate your invite here today. And uh, we'll be talking to a few of the guys down here today. Thanks, Johnny. No worries, Th- Thanks for coming down. No worries. All right. I have with me... Summonats Grand Champion, number 30, <laughs> he whispers to me, Mark Happy Williams. Now, for those listeners that don't know who Mark Happy Williams is, and I don't think there'd be many that do not know this man, founder of Steel Bumpers, WA, and as I just said, a Grand Champion Summonats winner of last year's, or well, the previous year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Summonats 30, 17. Yeah. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us down here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Tell us a bit about yourself, Mark. I know, I know I've know, i known you for a little while and I think I was actually on one of your, not your first run with Steel Bumpers, but I think your second one actually.
0: Yeah, it's been running for, I think, eight years or so
2: now. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: get our bit of our car scene going again and uh, bring out all the old cars and yep. get all the mateship happening. Yeah, so, yep. it's been really good and... The car yep. scene's
2: going really well now. So, You've done a magnificent job, actually, over the years. You know, the, the group itself on Facebook, how many members are there now? Uh, I think we're over 55,000. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, I know it's WA, you're based in WA. I'm sure there's uh, a lot of members from over east and just look from afar at what you've done over here in WA no it's been really good and there's heaps of offshoots that
0: have uh, come there's um night time car cruises and mm-hmm. cars and coffee they started help jason yep. get uh, up and running with that and that's taken off and really good for the car scene yep. so all over australia now they've got cars and coffee so yeah yep.
2: um congrats to everybody and the car scene's really thriving it is it is look as we speak here you're sort of um half open, like uh, like a half open penknife at the moment. You've done an injury to yourself, so it's uh, uh, great great to see you down here given given you, you've had a knee reconstruction on Wednesday, is that correct?
0: Yeah, Wednesday afternoon, uh, knee recon, yep. and I thought, oh, well, if I could get out of hospital in time, I can come down and support Johnny and, and yeah. a good cause today, so
2: Yeah, he's a good cause. Yeah, he's yep. a
0: good bloke and
2: a very good detailer, so yeah, yep. So look, Mark, tell us a bit about you, we just spoke about your, your grand champion number 30 win the car, your, your one tonner can you tell us a bit about it?
0: Um, yeah, it's a, it was a lifelong dream to build it um, black one tonner, went from when I was 10 Yep. it was, um, it was just I uh, saw an old HZ I think it was back in the day actually it was um. drop tank and it was just the coolest thing I'd ever seen and I'd I'll build one of those one day and yeah. so uh, I dreamt up this car and it evolved as a, as I was building it as things do and mm. yeah it's a 406 small block Chev with yep. F2 Pro Charger and um, full manualised Transbrake Turbo 400 with uh, your 35 spline axle, Moser front um, mm-hmm. final drive diff and yeah it's got lots of good bits, of watered air intercooler and um, full caged, everything's spec to eight seconds, so yep. hopefully later on in the year we'll uh, rip the motor out and put a bit of bit more of a tune in it and yeah, okay. um, twenty five pound and start there and yep. go for a go for a reasonable time. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. Now it's a magnificent car and as you said it's evolved over over the years. Um, I know you've got a few other cars as well, you want to talk to us about those as well? um had many
0: cars over the years as most of us have um they I'd love to have kept them all as everyone yep but um the first one which was my HQ ute Mm -hmm. um that one's got a um quite a angry little um 400 small block in it as well with 18 degree heads and that thing's uh my street runner yep uh bit of a baby but uh also my flogger car yep love to give it a hard time had a hard life that old girl um yeah, just um, had H- EHs, HRs, mm-hmm. lots of panel vans and bits and pieces, now stuck with all the HQs, yep. so got a couple of windowless vans now that are um, about to start their builds with yeah. the other half, Rachel Durbs, so we're going to build one up and see how we go with that. Oh excellent,
2: it's no, good, that's good. So future plans for, for steel bumpers, we're just motoring along there. We uh, your, your cruises that end generally in a, at a pub or a sort of location like that, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, they normally end up in an old tavern out in, out in the bush because, mm. uh, you know, bring some bit of money into the old taverns. And yeah. They're really great and they've got nice wide streets and everyone mm. can relax out there and heaps of parking. Yeah, yeah. So we quite enjoy going out to those guys and help bring some money into the little taverns and, yeah. and what have you. And we try to do a... Um, uh, an event for raising money for a charity we've done pink for a princess and mm-hmm. um we've done royal perth and uh we've done all sorts of uh things thanks for camp autism and that's correct
2: yep. yep. yeah
0: so we love raising money for the guys try to do one a year and yep. it's been a lot really busy last few years for me i'm um, running yeah. around so yep. um we'll do our cruise coming up um, probably October-ish, yeah, okay. somewhere there. And then um, our Chrissy Run, which we normally do, catch up with all the
2: Southsiders and mm-hmm. catch up and have a chat. Yeah, no, that's great. All right, Mark. Well, look, thanks for your time and, and getting yourself to the desk here to do an interview. We really appreciate that. No, it's great. Thank and, you very much. And uh, we we're, if. For those people that are listening that aren't on the steel bumpers, how, how can they find steel bumpers on Facebook? Just type in steel bumpers car yeah. cruises WI.
0: Yep. The, yep. Uh, cruises is spelt C R U I Z E S. but you'll find us on there. Um, and then we've got steel bumper buy and sell, which is all dedicated to steel bumpered cars, from mini mokes to yeah. Um, mini miners to X-Y's to anything. Yeah, anything yep. with a steel bumper, it's allowed on there and uh, a lot more dedication to
2: finding what you want. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. And as I, I forgot to mention, like two foot away from me is the actual sword from the, the your award that you got from the summer nats 30 it's a magnificent trophy I must say must, you must be proud of that I, I would be it's, sure.
0: uh, it's definitely something I don't normally keep my eyes uh, don't let my eyes get off it <laughs> it's um, yeah when I, I busted my knee I couldn't bring the car down so yeah. I said to Johnny we'll bring the sword down and yeah. I never thought I'd ever see one in my lifetime let alone have one but it's um, it's a phenomenal bit of uh, trophy there and it's very well made and it's a beautiful sword yeah no, Johnny even detailed it for me. He did. <laughs> what a He, did. he told me,
2: yeah. It is a magnificent testament to what you've done with that car, and also the work that you put into the to the um, the charities, and also the steel bumper, the Facebook page, and, and what you do for all all those steel bumpered like-minded people in WA. So we really appreciate that, Bart.
0: No dramas at all, mate. And hopefully, there's many years of everyone hanging out together and uh, yeah. bringing the car scene along, and yep. yeah, let's uh, keep these street machines out there.
2: That's it. All right, Mark. Thanks for your time today. No worries. Thank right, you. Take care. See ya. So we've got Clint DiGiovanni here from Street Race and Muscle. Oh, hey, Clint, how are Clint? How you going? Very well, thanks. That's you? good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast.
4: That's okay.
2: You've been around a little while, Clint. Um, tell <laughs> <us> if, <to laughs>
4: Is that a good thing or a bad yeah, thing? Oh, no, nah, it's a great <laughs> thing. Yeah, your
2: reputation precedes yourself. Oh, a lot of, lot of the work you've done over the years, I... Um, I have fond memories of your F100 actually, the, with the Lexus
4: yeah, and the
2: yep. V8, so, I mean, tell us a bit about, first, we'll, we'll get started with S, SRM, tell us a bit
4: about it and what you do down there. Um, yeah, look, I pretty much basically just build custom cars, race cars, modified muscle cars, I guess the name sort of speaks for itself, yep. um, yeah, I just, just try and push the boundaries of what you're allowed to do and, you know, find the grey areas and maximise them, yeah, yep, yep. you know. Um, I, I I have a lot to do with what goes on on the East Coast, I know a lot of shops, I know a lot of guys I sort of judge at Motorex and I judge at Summonats um, hmm. and, you know, you see what goes on over there and I just want to try and push it so you know west australia is doing the same same sort of thing we we seem to be (laughs) a long way behind yeah you know i don't think we need to be but it's uh, maybe a mentality thing yep not really sure but i don't know that's my style and that's why i just want to push it now fair enough i mean
2: speaking of a long way behind the, the f truck that we just spoke about i think that's 10 years
4: Ten years uh, ago, you built that, um, now, or a good nine? Uh, no, it was originally uh, it was originally regoed with all the mods. Twelve years ago. Okay. Yep. Yep. Coming up thirteen years ago, so that's that's gone under a intense full rebuild. Um, so I'm just waiting on the waiting on the motor to come back and mm-hmm. um, convert her, and then I can button it up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I mean
2: on from that car you've built a number of other cars, uh, one of my favourites is the car uh, aptly named Protura, can you mm. talk us a bit about that, that Capri, it's just outside at the moment
4: and um, we'll have some video
2: shots of it as we speak, but can yeah, you tell look, us a
4: bit about that car? Look that car that car originally started in my head as like I wanted to go do um, Target Tasmania mm-hmm. and I just love Capris. A good friend of mine, Tristan, because I've raced his. Um, he owns Minza and that was the car that got me going 20 years ago. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to want to go do Target Tasmania, so I started out doing that and bought this big motor for my XW, which the the motor that's in the Capri now. Um, bought it for that. You know. Plans changed. The car got out of hand, and it ended up the way it was, and um, or the the way it is now with the with the Mustang quad cam and the yeah. you know fully adjustable suspension and whatnot. And um, then you know, stupid me, I didn't look into the to the rules or anything. I just thought you build a car and take it to take it to Targa, and um, it turned out the car was never going to fit. Yeah. Yep. You know any of the regulations, so. Stuff it just keep going and yeah. <laughs> just build what I want.
2: But on from that, I mean that car has gone on to win a number of awards. I think Grand we were talking about it before the grand champion at at Motivation in 2016.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, even yeah, like when I when I first debuted it it was it was blue with the satin grey that still remains. Um, you know it's it's won a lot of stuff. I never built it to win trophies, I built it to to drive and drive hard, and yep. I've I've lapped it around Wanneroo, many laps around Bubagala Raceway. It goes really hard. Mm. Um, it handles really well, and it still needs a lot of suspension tuning. But pretty much, its debut drive was around Wanneroo Raceway, and I came the living shit out of it, <laughs> and it, and it didn't let me down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know. No. On from that car, I mean, you've
2: you've built another Capri, which I saw for the first time at the <laughs> Hot Rod and Street Machine Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, I'll, as we speak, I'll be putting photos up, so if people are watching the video version of the podcast, they can see photos of this car that we're talking about right now. Mm. That's aptly named, I guess, well, you've called it Turd. I think it's a great car. <laughs> I, I actually like the patina on it.
4: So can you talk us through a bit about that car? Yeah, that, that just was like... Um a brain spurt that I had um, a couple of years ago had a shell sitting outside, which I thought I'll buy the shell and I'll keep it there in case I ever crash the Pro Tourer, yep. you know, around the racetrack or whatever. Anyway, it sat there for a few years, and and one Christmas I said to my brother, my my father wasn't well bef- before he passed away. Um, I said to my brother, look, I've got enough parts. I reckon we can throw just a, a, a car together for shits sure. yes and giggles and just go have some fun and um yeah one thing led to another and uh, you know kind of we we started at four days before christmas had the cage tubs um engine gearbox and front suspension and cross member all set up within sort of five days and then my dad went downhill really badly so it went on the back burner for a few months and he passed away and then we got back into it. Well, I got back into it. My brother went back to Sydney to live and I just kept plugging away with it yeah. and um, in my, you know, like a, a maybe an hour before or an hour after work or something and it, look, it just got out of hand and it is what it is now. It was, you know, if I had a bit of time and a bit of Molly laying around, I'd throw a bar in here or throw a bar in there. and. It just turned out what it was. Yeah, no, yeah. I, that's, I, I actually, liked, I really like that car. So, plans for that car? Is there, did I read right that that's drag challenge potentially? Um, yeah, oh, look, everything's, everything's hinging on money, really, yep. and, and time. Um, obviously, the business is, is just killing me time-wise. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. My goal is, I would like to take it to drag challenge, but realistically I don't think it's a car that I can drive over a thousand kilometers yeah um, I aim to take the truck to drag challenge next year mm-hmm. yep. um, that's yeah that's that's my long-term goal yeah okay yeah all right no that's that's, that's great
2: so you, you just mentioned it before but the 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 F trucks coming back again yeah. we'll be seeing yeah. that shortly so the new build for that new new drive line as well
4: it's' Everything's new apart right. from um, apart from the shell of the car. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, the the original rails still remain in the car, which it was licensed with 12 years ago. So it technically is still 100% street legal, but it's got Molly bars through it. It's it's yep. a full, essentially a full tube car. Yep. Um, with a twin turbo Lexus and you know fuel tech and this yeah. that and the other. So um it, it it's it's coming back soon but once again it's time and money yeah yeah no fair enough fair enough
2: all right so that well that's um that's in one thing we didn't mention in in the other capri the the turd that, that's a turret running gear in that one as well yeah that's,
4: correct? that's um it, it's not the engine out of the f100 but mm-hmm. everything hanging off it fuel system yep. turbo you know all the crap hanging off it is yeah is all Donations off the F100. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Yep,
2: yep.
4: You know, the car, the turd really cost, I think it's cost me about eight grand to build. Yeah, okay. You know, so I think it's, uh, it, it's an eco- it's an economical build, yeah, yeah. and it's going to give me a lot of fun. Yeah, so. no, a bit of <laughs> and It's a great looking car as well. Yeah, you touched on it before, but part of your
2: your role in the scene now is you're, you're judging as well. So, mm. t- t- talk us through that. You, you get over east a fair bit to do a bit of judging.
4: Yeah, I do. They 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 take me over there for Motor Summonats Motor um, X Red Sandinats. Unfortunately, I can't attend this year, but. um yeah, they take me to those events, and yep. I love it. Yeah, I sort of did a two-year sort of probation or apprenticeship, I suppose you could say, um, what they call ghost judging. Yep. Um, so I, yeah, I did that for two years, and now I uh, now I've been full-time for four years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you'll,
2: you know, I mean, well, within your, your own skill set, you're, you're well um, skilled to be to be judging those sort of cars given the
4: cars you've built in
2: the past so
4: oh yeah look I mean look I don't, I don't rate myself anywhere there's 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 loads better guys than me mm. um, they they the biggest thing about judging is you, you've got to be able to make a decision it, it's not a pissing match of who's better or you know this out of the other um, it's just about making a decision yep. and um, standing by it and justifying it um, I think that's the biggest biggest thing that I've taken out of it, and you, it, it's taught me not to be uh, biased. Yeah. and And I went into it with an open mind that you know I might be a Ford guy at heart, yeah. but man, I just love every car now. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so I, I don't, I don't. I don't uh, look at any car and favour mm. one or the other it, it it's the best thing that's sitting in front of you yeah. at the time you know and you and you've and you've got to justify that mm. yep. Yep. when you get questioned on it anyway. Yeah yeah no fair enough that's fair mm. enough
2: all right Clint um thanks for your time on the coming oh, on the podcast. It. And uh, SRM where can we find you on Facebook, Twitter, those sort of accounts? Um, you've got a website as well?
4: Yeah f- um Facebook is pretty much where I'm at now, I've yep. I closed the website down. I don't have any time or any skills to yep. work on that. Um, sure. It's a uh, unit two seventeen conquest Wayne Wangara. Yep. Um, yeah, if you want a mad car built, come and see me. Definitely I'm happy to do it. No,
2: no, we we can certainly vouch for that. All right, Clint, thanks for coming on the podcast today. We really appreciate
4: your time. Oh, thank you. All appreciate right. it. Take care. Cheers.
2: Okay, I'm here with Ralph Italiano. Ralph, how are you? Good mate. So yeah, good, good. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Not a problem. That's good. Um, most most of our listeners would know you or, or would, would know of you anyway. But um, before we get down your your um, your talk about your car and, and what you've done with with that uh, hot rod. Um. As Johnny explained before, you were a key part of the renovations here at, at Benzene Detailing. Can you just talk us through some of the things you did here?
5: Yeah, um, yeah. Johnny came to me looking to do an extension uh, at his workshop, mezzanine floor. So organised all the steel, helped put it up, um, some concrete footings had to be done um, and to see us supply some of the stuff and help him get it all together. Yeah, so.
2: it's an amazing job because I'll, I'll, I've been coming here on and off over the past few years and... I mean, it was it, the mezzanine floor was a, a great, a great. It's a, it's changed quite significantly over the last four years. So what you've done here is magnificent. Really good job.
5: Yeah, centre looks apart helps him work on the cars, display the cars that he's done as well. So yeah, yeah it just yeah. helps a bit more professionalism on, on his company.
2: So yeah, it's yeah, that's oh, no, good. It's very good. Anyway, Ralph, we'll, we'll talk a bit about your. I got it wrong before, but it's actually <laughs> a, a thirty-two juice. Yep. Um, when that car was built i I do remember when it was built and i remember at the time it was really sort of set the standard and sort of made its way into there's been a number of hot rods built over the years in wa but you sort of infiltrated the the street uh the street scene as well with that car i mean just to, to to win grand champion at motivation that was back in 2015. from memory i think that's the first hot rod that's ever won yeah, Yeah, that was the first year that opened up. That hot
5: rods were allowed to win, and yeah. they ended up taking it out. So yeah, yes. yeah,
2: no. So it's a, it's a magnificent car. There'll be if people are watching the video version of the podcast, um, they'll be able to see that right now. Um, can you talk us through a bit about the car?
5: Yeah, pretty much. It's a 1932 Ford five window coupe, uh, Juice Customs body, Lewis Chassis Works chassis. Um, First, one that they've come out with, uh, they put the steel cow vent in there, and obviously, because I was running the flathead motor, yep. um, we had the original firewall in there as well. So,
2: yeah, okay, all n- right.
5: Not too many do that when you put uh, Ford motors and small block sheds in yeah. and you can't, you gotta have the recessed firewall for it to fit. But, yep. yeah, so that's pretty good. Nice touch, so I could get all that on there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long How long was the build on that car? <clears throat> um, first, I uh, ordered the chassis and the body. straight away and then over the period of uh three three years managed to get finish getting all my parts uh motor and all that together and then employed steve hold to piece it all together for me because I, I built houses not cars so yeah you <laughs> i'd do everything twice so yeah and he put it together in a
2: year so yeah okay yeah, yeah. been
5: in this workshop i drove it out and it was done. Yeah. So
2: yeah that's a relatively pretty pretty quick build given mm. the, the quality of the car is absolutely magnificent so i i think it's a testament to to his build and your build, yeah, no, they, no doubt.
5: Yeah, so it's pretty much all all the parts I had a planned sussed out of my head how I wanted it to look, how I wanted it to run and um,
2: yeah pretty much pretty much nailed what I wanted. So yeah Yeah was, yeah, yeah. No, no it's a magnificent build. Thank you. No, you get it out much on on the road? Yeah yeah drive it
5: pretty much as most as I can. I've got another another car fifty seven Chev as well which yeah. was my first car so
2: yeah between them I'm always and something nothing yeah. around so no, yeah. that's, that's cool. It is it's a beautiful car. Now, I'm not sure, I might not have done my research well enough here, but you, correct me if I'm wrong, this year was your foray into modified the drags, Is Yeah, correct? Yeah,
5: correct. Um, been crewing in sprint cars and drag cars for the last 10-12 years with uh, Pirello Motorsports mm. and opportunity arose to actually get in the car and drive it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we had a crack at that and actually done yeah, pretty well. Um, you, you won an event? Yeah, yeah, so we ended up doing three meetings. First meeting was to get my license. Uh, the second meeting, I came runner up in the final. And then the last meeting of the year I ended up taking it out with, with Con's son uh, Lawrence. Yeah. We both went back to back in Super Sedan and, and Modified. So yeah, it was yeah. great experience after all the time crewing and all that, finally getting out there and doing it. It's pretty yeah pretty addictive. So.
2: For, for the listeners that aren't really sure, Modified is, I'd argue, probably one of the hardest categories at, in drag racing these days. It's, you know, pretty stout reaction times are required. Uh, you got to be on your dial-in um, so you can't run under your handicap. You can't be too much over as well. So that's a pretty pretty decent achievement in your first year. Yeah,
5: it was. It's pretty much, you got to have a complete package and modify and um Obviously, yeah, you got to run to your dial-in, cut a good light, and be consistent, and yeah. So you got to have a good overall package, which yeah. that car that car has. Uh, Con um, Atomos from Vulcan Engines builds a car, looks after all the motor, and it's just super, yeah, super reliable and yeah, consistent. And yep. if you do your part as the driver, you should always go pretty well. And yeah, so. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. It's not a, not an easy thing to do, and, and modified is probably, as I said, probably one of the hardest. Those super sedans, obviously, up there as well. Yeah. So you know, it's t- t- to achieve that. I think that's. Yeah. No, yeah uh, was, hats off to you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah.
5: Very cool to, to do that and have the opportunity to drive it, and hopefully this year, because the car is actually, the car's actually for sale. Yep. So um, if he's still got it, we're going to try and run the whole season, but we'll keep running it till it sells. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. No. Excellent. No. That's good stuff. Mm. Any plans for any other builds at the moment, or are you? Um, at the moment, just redoing uh, the motor in the 57. Yep. Um, it's going to go a sm- small block shed with a 871 blower on it. So, oh, awesome! Yeah, so they <laughs> yeah. have a bit of bit of poke because the hot rod's just a cruiser, just yeah. yeah, nice cruiser. Get in at any time, any weather. Just drive wherever you want, as far as you want, and not have tr- any trouble with it. So, yeah, 57 going to do a little bit more tough. Yeah. Um, and that's it and then um my dad's finishing off a 1947 chev uh, pickup yep so i had a bit to do with that so yeah getting that on the, getting that finished probably in the next six seven months and yeah yep. get that on the road so. yeah
2: no <laughs> so speaking of your father i know he's been around hot rods and modified cars for, he's, he's just walked away but he's been around <laughs> yeah. uh, modified cars for a, for a long time hasn't he yeah
5: pretty much as long as i can remember he's always yeah. into hot rods he had a he's got a 1934 uh chev sedan that he had since he was 18 and um finished it for his uh, 40th birthday so yep. yeah yeah so, okay yeah, yeah he's gone car show since yeah since I was <laughs> as far as back as I can remember yeah. so yep. and it's good being in the hot rod industry and I think um, a lot of people didn't expect me to build a hot rod like that, like a young kid. You know, obviously a lot of young kids now was into big horsepower and um, slightly more modern cars. But yeah, for me, it was 22 years old building a Ford <laughs> flathead hot rod, traditional style. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. That's
2: one thing I'd offer. I, was, um, I didn't mention before, that, that the hot rod's actually got a flathead. Now, there would be a lot of our listeners out there that are, I'll call millennials, they don't even know what a flathead is so <laughs> flathead side valve isn't it so yep. it's a very unique motor very hard to find parts for i would suggest now and
5: yeah right. correct It was one of the first v8s that were ever made and mm. it's in the process of uh getting the body and the chassis organized and an american street rider come out and i had the h and h flathead uh, um on the cover and as soon as i saw that i was like yeah that's that suits what I wanted to build and it was the first one that they shipped to Australia um, to, from, from America yeah, okay. yeah, yep, so yeah it's
2: pretty yep. pretty cool to have yeah that, that in there. So. It, it is, for, for someone of your age as well it doesn't really, you know what I mean, we're, we're sort of getting away from that I guess yeah. over, over the years and to see that car and to win as I said motivation yeah. in 2015 um, I think it's a, a great achievement, a great achievement. Yeah. No. Well Rob, anyone you want to thank in the build of that, that car? Um,
5: I was painted by, yes, yeah, obviously Sam Hawkins, uh, Steve Houlihan, yep. um, Trimcare done the interior which is a yeah, really, really nice job, um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it, we yep. yeah, got it all sorted like that, so
2: yeah. No, it's an awesome car, and um, yeah. Well, look, look forward to seeing you down
5: at the uh, track this season. Yeah, hopefully we'll be back out there yep. and trying to win some more races.
2: Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough gig, but if I don't, I take my hat off to you guys. Cool. But thanks for coming on, Ralph. We look, really appreciate it. Not a time. problem, thank you. All right, take care. All right, I'm here with Andrew Priolo of Speedway Sprint Car fame from a long family of speedway racing and now into well not now it's been a while in drag racing as well welcome thanks for coming on andrew
1: thanks right how are you i'm very well i'm very well
2: thanks for joining us look andrew we'll start off i guess we'll we'll just have a quick chat as i said you've come from a long family of of speedway racing um your father pino he's been in speedway a long time How, how long has he been doing well in motorsport he, uh, he actually
1: started the year I was born, so 1991 I, I believe he started his sprint car career. He sort of did it a little bit different to all of us. He'd- did the family thing first and I was the fourth child so he waited until then to to start you know having fun with his life and racing and things like that so yeah he's been racing basically since then I mean obviously there's years that he doesn't race as much as others but um yeah he seems to be still enjoying it so while he can why not
2: yeah yeah no definitely definitely what a lot of people probably don't know um your father was a pretty a good football player as well. I don't think many people would actually know
1: that. Yeah, not many people know, and, and sometimes I don't even. We saw something the other day pop up about his history in games, and I had a few people in the last few weeks say to me, oh, "I didn't realize your dad was a, um, you know, good footy player." I said, "Yeah, apparently he was uh, pretty good, but he took up, uh, you know, doing some waitressing, I think, on the weekends and things like that to earn money before, uh, yeah. before worrying too
2: much about continuing that." Uh, the only reason why I know this is um, I'm in. My children are involved in the Stirling Saints Junior Football Club and down at the club rooms there's a photo of your dad from, I think, 86. I think he got Fairest the best at the Aussie Park Footy Club, which is now turned into the Stirling Saints.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think that photo is still in our lounge room at home. I think he still reminisces every now and then. So, but uh, it's good.
2: No, it's excellent. So you, yourself, when when was your foray into to Speedway? When did you start getting actively involved?
1: Um, in Speedway, uh, probably when I was about fourteen, I did a little bit of go karting, not too much as a as a kid, um, and then yes, I was doing junior sedans till so I was about. 13, 14, and then decided that I wanted to, um, you know, work and things like that to set my life up and, and, you know, get a first car and all that sort of stuff. So, yep. had a break from Speedway and, and helped my brother Jason a lot and my brother David over the over those years that I wasn't racing and, um, yeah, learned a lot about the cars and things like that. And then got back in when I was about 21 uh, yep. into former 500s. Um, and then yeah, we raced those for, for four four and a half years. Then went to sprint cars two years ago, and uh, yeah, haven't looked back.
2: Yeah, okay. Yep. So yeah, as you just said, this is going to be your fourth year in in sprint car. Um, it's not an easy gig, is it? Sprint car racing. Nah, it, it's tough. Um, I mean, the, the
1: the hardest bit about it is you can have a night, you know, for example, over Christmas. There's you know, night, the start of your night isn't too good. And then, you know, I started 10th at Bunbury, got to third, finished behind the two Americans and, and close on them, which, you know, it's their full time job. It's it's tough. And then you go to the next night and, and you can be hanging out the fence and destroy a car. It's yeah. easy to do, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it, emotionally it's hard on you, but you just got to learn to each night tackle it as a new night and, uh, and put behind
2: you whatever you've got going on. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah no. Uh, so this year, two podiums in the new style living car. Yep. 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 Um, so like I said before, I mean it's 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 a pretty physical sport. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't realise. I think they term it soaring in at the wheel. There's a lot of a lot of that, isn't there?
1: Yeah, it, it's full on. I mean, before to be honest, the first um, two years of sprint cars, I um, you know I would try before the start of the year to try and really push myself to to make sure I was ready to go. Um, the, probably the best prepared I was was, was coming into last year. Um, I actually had a four-week holiday and, and trip to America, and I got home and had ten weeks of you know six days a week intense training and dieting and everything. But just trying to you know physically um, you know stay fit in the car because the concentration levels is just crazy. People don't realize um, you know we can be racing half a meter or less from the fence all the way around, and and to do that for 30 laps it, it really you know mentally takes it out of you. And sometimes the concentration, um, you know, you can go three, four, five laps without even remembering to breathe because of how much you're concentrating. So yeah, yeah. that made a massive difference last year. I mean, we came out opening night and and, and had big changes physically and, and managed to run second. So yeah. it was... And, uh, yeah, we had a great night that night. So hopefully, you know, we're trying to do the same now. I'm starting a little bit earlier this year with the training and all that. So hopefully it's going to pay off. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Speaking of... Um, sorry, the some of the top tier drivers I mean World Series when that comes here you do the the Western Swing we'll call it of of World Series that's an elevated level of of competition isn't it really it's pretty tough
1: yeah for sure I mean uh, I'm you've just got to try and step up your game when they come here and hopefully i can take a leaf out of my brother david's book he was he was sort of king at when the when the big boys came to town he he's just stepped it up that extra 10 percent, and always managed to find that and i think that's so important it's it's not so much just car speed it's you know the the little errors you can make one little error you know you lose a spot i mean this year i had i had a good heat race um where we, we started off the third, second or third row and got the lead and I had a, a really good American on my tail the whole race and managed to gap him and then you know one little mistake on a restart and he gets by you and you've got to drive back by someone like that it's 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 really tough those guys just don't make mistakes and they're on no. top of their game so I mean you know they race 150 200 times a year I, you know I race 15 to 20 so yeah. it makes a massive difference and uh, this it's my hobby but uh, obviously it'll be quite serious when they come to town
2: yeah and one of the big differences that probably a lot of people don't realise is that's their full time gig isn't it Yeah, and whereas people like yourself working full time jobs and really speedway or sprint car racing is a uh I guess, a part-time sort of passion, isn't
1: it? Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, they've got to, they got to win races and run at the front to, to put food in the table. It's, yeah. it's pretty simple. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter as a hobby, whatever you do, it's never going to be a, an income of, of such. It's always going to be something that I race for my own team and, and obviously have backing, but put a lot in myself, a lot of time and effort and financial into it. So, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, it, it, they just got a different mentality. You know, they're getting in someone else's car mm. to, to race, and, and that's their wage. So they yep. obviously, you know, push that bit harder.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Now, speaking of cars, you've got a couple of brand-new ones on the water, a couple of CS9 chassis coming in from the United States. Can you talk us through that? Yeah, so we uh, I started uh, with a, a GF1 uh, when I went to sprint cars. I, had,
1: I bought two or three of those, and, um, you know, they were not too bad. We changed cars uh, two years ago. Um, now to a cs9 uh, race last year with the same car as the year before as well um, so I mean we're really happy with them so we're sticking in that direction and um, I just wanted to turn over the inventory this year we sold a lot of a lot of gear yep. a lot of um, you know differentials and things like that you can start to wear and tear and you know loose races and now that we're you know starting to run towards the front um consistently i just want to make sure that we're not going to have you know mechanical dnfs and things like that mm-hmm. um, not that we ever have anything like that but you know if you can eliminate it it's, it's always good so yeah, yeah we got two new cars coming i've got one here at the moment and just waiting on all the parts and things like that to get here but yeah we'll be we'll be ready to go we'll have two or three cars ready and yep. uh, you just don't know you know we race four times in in a week and a half over Christmas, if you have a, yeah, sure. a bad couple of nights, like I said, you can turn your nights around pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So you know, you've know
2: you got to get a car back out there as quick as you can. Yeah, yeah. it is a tough gig. I know that you, your car that you raced at the last meet, I think that was a brand new car yeah. and it got a little bit damaged at that meet.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the, the intent was I I'd had basically, I had a crash at uh, the World Series race, which were running quite good. There was 40 cars and we'd gotten to the top eight. Um, in the final and and moving forward. So, um, yeah, we we unfortunately hit a hole and myself and another car did the same thing in the same corner in separate instances. And uh, I'd sold that car after that crash and I didn't obviously want to repair that and race it. So I thought, you know, we'll start with a new car on the last night, which sometimes can be a really good thing because you do one night on the car, everything's brand new. Coming into this season, I would have been, had everything ready to go and you know where you're at starting from scratch so yeah. um yeah unfortunately we we're having a good run i was uh, just passed for fourth i think and uh, mm. unfortunately got in a hole it was really rough that night yep. and you know it, it's obviously tough as the as it starts to get to the cooler part of the year sure fast rough race track so mm. unfortunately destroyed that car and and yeah we've managed to to now you know like i said start fresh with new cars this year and yep. hopefully we can uh, stay on the same car all year
2: yeah okay all yeah. right no that's It's great. Speaking of the the Speedway and the Motorplex, it's great to well I mean great news that we've had the government announce that they'll still run the 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 venue for another two years in light of the fact they haven't been able to secure an owner. What what are your thoughts on that from a speedway point of view?
1: Um obviously from a racer it's hard not knowing where you I mean where the where the future's at of of what's going on. But Mm. um, you know I'm pretty confident the guys that run it, you know, Gavin Myer, everyone from the speedway side do a great job and You know, they're, they're trying to find an owner in any business from a financial point of view. You, you don't shut the doors and then try and sell it. You've got to sell it as an ongoing thing and show what it's capable of. So, yeah. um, you know, if you, if you stop it, you've got to try and build it back up again. So I think they're doing the right thing. And I mean, for us, to be honest, as as races, not much has changed. Um we just go there we, we do a normal thing similar people are basically running it all and um, you know it's not really affecting us too much yeah. so at the moment it's not it's great that they're just continuing it and hopefully they'll find a, a buyer I mean it, it's important to find the right buyer too and I can understand that sure there's plenty of interest but you know if you get the right buyer there it, it could be real bad for us racers so yeah. I'd rather them take their time and get yeah. it right for yeah, sure. Yeah.
4: Yep.
2: Yep. Now speaking of um, the track, and we were talking of your father before. He's he's over. He's competing in Top Door Slammer. For those that, that don't know, I mean, Top Door Slammer is the Tier One Group One of what we we'll call sedan racing in Australia, doored car racing in Australia. Um, how's he going over there? Is he- yeah, he's. Um, I think this
1: year he's going to cut back a little bit. Um, I mean, he's done it for a long time. And he's he's obviously had his fun, and uh, last year he he had a pretty bad year. Last year they did he'd done the national series for a few years and you know like this time of year is normally in darwin and other springs and yeah. you know it's obviously a big trip you've got a lot of crew um and we just you know as a family we try and be behind him and we want him to to finish up when yeah. he's ready i mean last year he hurt a few engines and uh you know obviously that can be pretty hard on the team and um uh, emotionally and everything so hurt a motor and then also at had a, had a moment and got into the wall one weekend and he pretty much said that he had had enough and he was he was done and we sort of as a a family all got behind him and and said look we don't think you should give up we think you should give up when you're ready and if you want to cut back so i think this year he's just going to locally race and maybe do just four or five meetings just to you know he's got the car and everything there so he was a race he's just not
2: doing as much as what he what he was before yeah no fair enough Uh, Look, Andrew, any any sponsors you want to talk about or thank for for their... I know New Style Living is one of your sponsors. They're actually a sponsor at the footy club as well. Yeah. Um, Anyone else you'd like to mention there? Yeah, so uh, obviously New Style Living are, are great great for me. They've
1: uh, they've been a great supporter of mine through my whole sprint car career and uh, also my last year in Formula 500. So they've been they've been great and uh, Beyond Tours have also been on board for yeah. a fair while now. They've been really good. They'd, they're just a nice, you know, family business. We try and promote them as good as we can and, and keep their name out there. Um, you know, we got a lot of other smaller sponsors which help out. Everyone does their bit, you know, Johnny from Benzines cleans yep. the truck and things like that. So we got, everyone does, it, does their little bit and it just, we're a real small Old team and. Um, we just do the best we can with what we've got available yeah. so yeah. yeah hopefully we can start having some success and yeah. uh, you know hopefully one day I can drive for someone yeah. or something like
2: that. No that's great Andrew. Look we really appreciate your time on coming on the podcast today and uh, yeah we, we wish you all the best for the upcoming season It'll be upon us before we know it. October I think it kicks off again? Yeah
1: I believe, uh, I haven't actually seen the calendar yet but I heard there was an indicative one come out which is yep. about the 25th of October I'm yeah. not sure if they're doing the drags and speedway opening night again but mm-hmm. yeah I believe our opening night's I think the 25th so yeah. we'll be ready. I've got a, a holiday the start of October just to recharge the batteries yep. before the year and you know our cars are gonna get here late so that's actually gonna be pretty tough getting all that together. I'm gonna have everything ready as best I can and um, yeah we'll just make sure we
2: give it all our, all our, yeah, our best. Yeah. yeah. That's probably one thing we did I'd haven't mentioned but I mean collectively as a family you it's a massive commitment that you put into motorsport isn't it? You've got a drag car over here with its own I guess Infrastructure, yeah, transporter, your car, David's car, um, there's other cars as well that I might have missed. In-
1: uh, so there's um, th- there's obviously a lot involved in it and. Uh- think the thing we're fortunate about growing up, my dad, you know, he wasn't a father that sort of goes out and spends a lot of money on their kids just to go and get them in a, a go kart. You know, it was something that we would, you know, work hard for, and we yeah. all independently have done our own teams. You know, David run his own team for years. Dad's obviously got his own racing to worry about. So, you know, that mum and dad are obviously there for a lot of you know moral support and things like that. From a team and and infrastructure and financial point of view, we we do it ourselves, yeah. um, which is good. It's taught me a lot me to appreciate you know what you do and what you got so um you know i run my own team here i've got my own workshop in wangara where my business runs from and um david used to work out of dad's workshop where the drag team is yep. um obviously he's retired now and finished up so and then all the boys sort of um got go-karts so yeah. they, they keep busy with that we all you know tend to race go-karts in the off-season a bit of bitumen karting a bit of fun there's about 12 of us now i think that all got karts and we, we just really enjoy each other's company we've got a lot of good group of friends that enjoy doing it and uh, you know sometimes we prefer to go on a go-kart weekend and have a beer afterwards than you know go out on a Saturday night in Perth it's Mm. just that's we've grown up in in a different sort of environment to a lot of other people and yeah I mean we still live a normal life as such we don't there's a lot of people that you know eat, eat, live and breathe speedo racing and you know we'll, we'll Put, put themselves under pressure to do whatever they can to, to buy something or do something but we sort of it's you know I like to I've got my normal friends and my normal life um, but we also got a close knit family that yeah um,
2: and friends that obviously surround us with that yeah no okay. that's great Andrew all right look really appreciate your time coming on here oh by the way where can we find you on Facebook is it Facebook have uh, got a
1: New Style Living Racing page yep. um, is the is a, is a race page that we just promote everything on we've obviously got an Instagram account which is just AP Motorsport, yep, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's been obviously a, a hard and challenging few years, and yeah, we've got got a pretty good fan following now. Yeah. David, my brother David, we've got a and sort of in team joke at the moment same you know hashtag for the fans and. David sort of, you know, get up on the wheel and, and have a crack because that's what the crowd wants to see and yeah. there was times last year where I was doing that and you come unstuck and he's like, you know what I don't care because you're getting 10 fans tonight yeah, so yeah, <laughs> we're, uh, we, we have a joke about it but hopefully, you know David's always been that aggressive racer that, yeah. you know, a lot of people love watching him and things like that, hopefully I can you know, have his ability maybe a little bit tamer on, on that side but I think, yeah, especially with David finishing up, he's my crew chief now and mm he uh away from at the track basically unless we have an incident where we need to build a new car during the week or whatever i try to keep him away from here just because he's obviously got his family and that that's the reason why he wanted to cut back and slow up so yeah. him doing it all for me is obviously not what i want so it's not fair on him so yep. yeah we are like i said having david just now that i can concentrate 110 percent on just racing rather than car setup and yeah. things like that the work at the shop doesn't bother me i actually really enjoy it and you know, hopefully we're going to start getting some wins together. I really want to want to do it for him and hopefully get to stand on the top wing with my brother and uh, be proud of what we've achieved.
2: No, that's great, Andrew. No, we, we're behind you 100%, and I'm sure all of our listeners are as well. So I get behind Andrew. You can find him at New Style Living Racing. That's spelled N-U, by the way, not N E W. So <laughs> living, the New Style Living. All right, Andrew, thanks for your time. No worries. You guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you. Thanks, thanks. very much. Take care. All right, well that brings this podcast to a close. We'd really like to thank Johnny Alardi from Benzine Detailing for allowing us to come down here today. Also everyone that gave up their time to do an interview, Mark Happy Williams, Clint Di Giovanni, Andrew Priolo, Ralph Italiano, and of course Johnny as well. We really appreciate their time coming on the podcast. It's much appreciated. Alright, we'll be back to our normal schedule in two weeks' time. So, and the Gons man, he'll be back with us as well. So thanks for tuning in. Take care. See us.
4: power, stresses all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people are entirely fictional, all celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.